I'm trying a thing. Welcome to Creators Abroad, and yes, I am Katerina, your nomad guide, living in Northern England. So I'm supposedly not that nomadic after all, but I do have a lot of experience of that kind of lifestyle where you don't have a fixed home. And I'm trying a thing. Actually, I'm trying two things. The first one's called a solo episode. This might be the first and the last time I ever do one. But I think someone called Hannah influenced me. Now, Hannah is a podcaster too. She hosts the epically called Death of a Dream Full Stop podcast. Yes, there's a full stop in there. I didn't just say that for fun. And don't forget that when you search for it or just read the show notes, I'll put a link in there. Anyway, she interviewed me about travel as a lifestyle. And it made me think about, well, travel as a lifestyle. And the question of what's holding you back. Why do people always talk about how shit it is in their countries and how they want to go somewhere else, but they never do? You know, the shit list is pretty extensive. Common factors seem to be weather, unemployment, politics, crime, cultural, malalaise, a feeling of not belonging, weather, crime, politics, war. Before we start, as a travel is our topic, I'm not going to touch on the virus which shall not be named, because that's a very obvious reason, but temporary. The second thing is a free trading. I'm quickly going to tell you about this. So it's a training for creative business owners because, well, there's this new thing called podcast. This is a podcast. It's actually not that new, but it's an incredible new world of marketing. And it's more in-depth than just telling you about how to start yours with a bang, getting momentum and doing all the right things from the start. It actually looks on at how you can go from improving your online reach and impact to becoming the expert, like the thought leader in your industry. This is happening on Monday, the 12th of July. Head over to creatorsabroad.com slash training to register or let me know if you're interested because I do have a waiting list for a second training too. Now then, what is holding you back? That's our question today. Okay, guys, so you're in a country. You want to move to another country. Here are five things that held me back, will hold me back again, and will most likely hold you back too. Of course, you don't want to be held back. So I will give you a tip on how to overcome the holding back part from making your dream come true. Okay, that sounded a bit cheesy, but you know what I mean. Thing one, friends and family. Yes, friends and family. I'm starting with the hardest thing, because if you want to travel, if you want to live abroad, you're going to have to get used to saying goodbye again and again and again. Moving country is a traumatic experience. I'm not going to lie. I mean, At the start, I saw my family maybe once a year. Recently, it's been almost three years since I last saw them. I hardly ever see friends I made in South Africa or any of the other places where I lived. I mean, I don't get overly attached to people. That's maybe why. But moving country, I mean, you're going to feel isolated. And that's partly why I started this podcast, to create a community for people like you and me who go to a new country and try to make it work without that solid support structure. And even if you do move with your family, sometimes just having that core family is could be enough, but it, it's still pretty lonely. My tip is to lessen the sting of isolation. Prepare to find a supportive community. 
You can research beforehand, this is what I would recommend, or you can explore your new town as soon as you arrive. This can be as simple as finding a cozy coffee shop somewhere, going there every week, starting a conversation with the owner, if you've got a job to pay for the coffee. Anyway, or start a podcast or blog or a YouTube channel. That's what I did. Oh, here's an interesting fact. So did you know that loads of my favorite content creators are actually people who live abroad? You could also be doing something sporty. I'm going on with the tips, by the way. Don't just go to the gym. This is boring. This is a start, but it's boring. Find a specific activity or a club as there are normally closer communities surrounding these. I did something called kendo, which is a martial art. That was easy for me to find a dojo to go to. And then I stopped doing that and I started something called pole dancing and was really surprised that there was such a close-knit community surrounding that. So it really helps and it gets you active, makes you exercise. Healthier lifestyle, guys. Good tip. Thing two, work. When I moved to France, I had a job secured already. Having a job ready in the place where you want to go takes a lot of stress out of the whole process of making the decision and then moving. I mean, once you signed a contract, you kind of have to move. So work probably should have been thing one, though. It's probably the reason most people dream of living in, say, Argentina, but don't because they need a job. And depending on where you're from, <coughs> Africa, you're going to need a visa and getting a visa involves proof of employment in the country where you're going. When I moved to England, I didn't have a job lined up. And even though I was prepared to do any kind of job <laughs> for the first six months, I didn't have any fixed contract. I scraped by as a tutor for an agency teaching any subject, even though I wasn't really a subject specialist. And as it goes with tutor agencies, they take a massive chunk of your fee. So take note of this. And you work on minimum wage and no guaranteed hours. Not the best work situation. The beauty, however, of being a creative entrepreneur and having a business you can do anywhere in the world is you don't have to worry about this thing. Just the documentation proving your financial freedom, which will tick the visa box in case you need that. And that's why at the same time as being like a tutor, I also started the blog thinking I was going to do that. But I didn't quite know how that worked at that stage. <laughs> My tip. Secure a job or start your own business that is not bound by borders or can be adapted to wherever you go. If neither of that is possible, be an extremely determined and non-fussy job seeker. Be ready to do an endless amount of documentation that seems meaningless. Police checks, for example, in all countries that you've been in, for example. If you're going to work with vulnerable individuals, for example. Thing three. Language. And it's not just languages that you don't know. There are accents out there that you won't understand. For me, it's almost harder to go to a place where I do speak the language, but like a different version of it. So I was most worried going to France and England, specifically the North, thinking that I wouldn't be able to catch a word of what people were saying. And this is because they maybe spoke too quickly, used slang or had like a really heavy accent. And there's nothing that screams foreigner more than going 
huh? The whole time. On the other hand, like when I went to Spain and Japan, it was easier because I accepted that I was learning the language and that's how I engage with people on the footing that, okay, we, we're really not going to be able to understand each other unless we both put in some effort. And then you get one of two reactions, mostly positive, with effort on their side to communicate, but also sometimes it's kind of like a resignation that communication was simply going to be impossible. Don't take it personally. That's my tip. Don't stress. If you can get a basic level of the language you need before you go, do that. Like, I actually watched YouTube videos. I, to be honest, I couldn't find any, but I found one of someone with like a Northern English accent. I watched this so that I could get used to the way they spoke. Do that. I mean, it's just going to help you when you get there feel a little bit more prepared, I suppose. But obviously, if you can't speak the language at all, just be very open to making mistakes, being misunderstood and learning whenever you can. I mean, you can also listen to episode 45 with a Spanish professor, Fernando Perez. He's actually, he was actually my, or is, he's still, <laughs> still my Spanish teacher in a way. And we spoke exactly about this, overcoming language and cultural barriers and it's also about the accents. Um, it's a pretty funny episode, so I recommend you listen to that if this is something that interests you. Thing four, unknown. Okay, well, thing four is known, but the thing itself is the unknown. We're normally scared of leaving our comfort zones. This makes sense because this is like survival and we don't want to be in a situation where we don't have our basic needs met. So this is one big reason why we basically stick to, for example, the house we live in, where we go to the same supermarkets, we like, we have a routine, we have the same people, we get married, we have children. These are all things that kind of make up our comfort zone and our feeling that, yes, we're okay, we're surviving, everything's going well, there's going to be some children at some point that carries on our line whatever it might be there's probably a lot of like research and philosophical things that you can go into but basically you want to have these things secured that's why you're scared of anything unknown and breaking these normal things some of us are very adventurous though and do this more easily so I'm somewhere in between I do like being in control of logistical things like am I going to have a roof over my head what am I going to eat how am I going to get around? What am I going to eat? That kind of thing. So at the same time, I'm basically addicted to challenges. And this might be you too. I love being thrown in at the deep end and going, oh shit, <laughs> what am I going to do now? Um, and then I just kind of do something and manage. This has always happened. So this comes down to what's your personality. If you have the kind of personality that likes to be in control, you're going to struggle to overcome this. And you're not necessarily going to know that you're struggling to overcome this because it's really a feeling and a deep-seated fear. What can help you is kind of building that confidence that you will be okay, everything will be fine. But it's harder said than done, of course. I mean, you can try positive self-talk, but my experience is the more you just get yourself thrown in at the deep end, the more confidence you'll build 
that you'll be okay because hopefully survive each time. Okay, my tip is make sure that as many of your basic needs will actually be met. It's the same principle when you go on holiday, normally you book a hotel, you don't just up and leave and hope for the best. It's kind of the same thing. So just get these basic things in place and you'll already feel better and in a better state to cope with the rest of the unknowns. And don't be fooled, there are going to be many of those. I mean, like I moved from South Africa to England. South Africa is an ex-colony. How different can it be, right? Well, very, apparently. There's quite a lot of culture shock and there's going to be loads of things that you didn't expect that happens. And you are just going to have to go with it. This is why open-minded individuals integrate more easily and adapt quicker. Okay, so in this podcast, I can't exactly tell you the one thing that will make you an instantly open-minded individual. I can just give you a couple of tips how to get this mindset because it's really about when things happen, how you react to them. So if you react with a frozen feeling of, I don't know what to do, like a paralysis, you're probably not going to be able to then quickly move on and adapt to that. And you're going to be stuck in that state of paralysis. And that's maybe going to set you back a lot. Nobody wants to be paralyzed in uncomfortable situations. So my tip is to, when anything unknown or anything scary happens to you, just Evaluate your feelings and immediately think what is the best solution to move out of the situation quickest. That's the key. Finding a new situation and the transition to get there in the quickest way. And even if that situation is not ideal, from there you can move to something else, if that makes sense. Now, this is quite tricky because sometimes we can potentially lose absolutely everything. So if you want real inspiration about how even when your basic needs are not met, you will still be able to pull through, maybe give episode 44 a listen. This is with podcaster Romina Muhammad-Tai and I've gotten so much great feedback from people, people who've listened to this episode saying this is just like a really amazing story and so they learned quite a lot from Romina. So it basically deals with how she lost everything in a foreign country, this foreign country being America, uh, where she moved to from at a young age from Albania. And then even like after getting divorced, basically being broke, suffering from alcoholism, she was able to pull herself together and build a very successful podcast and marketing business. So Give that a listen and you will already see that these things that we're so afraid of, we can overcome them. We can even overcome things that are worse than that. Thing five, love. Okay, so there isn't just one hardest thing because this is a bloody hard one too. Now, first, clarification. Love is an intense attachment to something because it makes you feel safe. You can love anything, almost anything. You can love a place as much as you love a person. The stronger the love is, the more committed you are to that place, person or whatever it is. But whether it is 
a place or a person, if it makes you feel safe, you normally want to be close to it and not far away. Now, here's the brilliant part. The more things you love where you are, the harder it will be to leave them behind. Okay, maybe that wasn't the brilliant part, the like downside of everything. Unless these things that you love can move with you. To end this solo episode... (laughs) And please let me know what you thought of it. If you disliked it, that's fine. You just tell me, oh, that sucked. (laughs) And I won't do one again. It will help me. To end on a philosophical note, if love is holding you back from moving, then you probably won't have the determination to overcome thing one to four. It makes sense when you think about it carefully. You'll only be able to overcome those things unless you're forced by other circumstances. This is where things like, you know extreme crime, war, or other things, illegal activity come in. (laughs) Hopefully those things don't happen to you. And sometimes when you find yourself in a loveless situation, so there are very few things around you that you love that makes you feel safe, then you'll be extra determined to overcome thing one, two, four. I hope that made sense. So I suppose you have to start with thing five. And that is my tip. Take your love with you. And we don't just love people, remember? We love places and languages, cultures, ideas, things. If you can't take that with you, then maybe just go for an extended holiday and then come back. Do that whatever it is you love. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Now the question is, are you currently living abroad? Or perhaps you're thinking about it. Why not let me know what's holding you back? I would love to find out. I'm also looking for some more guests, awesome guests who would share their expertise in the creative industries, uh, starting a business or experiences of living abroad. If this describes you or someone you know, drop me a line at creators.abroad on Instagram, or you can also get in touch on my website, creatorsabroad.com. And don't forget about that free podcast training next Monday. I'm so excited to just share everything I know and give you real, valuable, workable strategies for your own podcast or digital media marketing. All details are on my website as well, creatorsabroad.com forward slash training. You can register there too. And well, that's it for today, guys. Join me next time for more narrative journeys of creators abroad.